you know, I love yeah. uh, women podcast hosts. You know, they have different voices. All yeah. these people are talking about the male podcast host, which is not my so yeah. much of my favorite because you know, <laughs> we have many diverse voices of women that that are not really listened to. You know, because for me, listening is an art. You know, when you start yeah. to listen to small, small things. I can hear you gently bowing on your violin. Hey there, this is Steph from StephFujio.com with another episode of Geopets Podcasting. We are traveling to Malaysia today to chat with an avid podcast listener who has a lot to say about podcasts and accessibility. I will tell you more about him in a minute, but I want to mention one thing first. I have what I like to term a creative productivity newsletter that goes out every Thursday into your email inbox if you wish. I talk about not just the things that I put out into the world, but the process that I go through to make them come out. And that sounds painful. And sometimes it is. And that's the thing. I also talk about some difficulties, some challenges, inspiration. It's got a whole bunch in there, but it's also very scannable and very quick. I have a link in the show notes for you so you can see some previous issues before you commit. Or if you want to go straight to stephfuccio.com, you can sign up now. So today is another two podcast split conversation, this time with Kaveen, a, a blind man who I chatted with in this conversation that you're about to hear. But like what happened with the big and white women, we went into a lovely language conversation as well. And last week, I published that episode on Geopat's language. So if you'd like to hear more about Kaveen, his language the languages that he speaks and accessibility issues for blind people with languages, head on over to Geopat's language. During this podcast part of the chat, we cover things like accessibility as a blind podcast listener, his podcast listening habits, listening groups, apps, big history, and his favorite podcasts. It was an intense pleasure to chat with Kaveen about his lifelong learning and how podcasts feed into this passion for him. It does for me too, and I'm guessing that's kind of why you're here right now, because I think, I think you're like us. This is our first episode interviewing podcast listeners instead of podcasters, and I'd like to do more of this. If you are an avid podcast listener and want to chat about podcasts, do contact me and we'll get you on the show. Sweet to see you, if you don't mind, I'll softly strum along. Can we have you just kind of introduce where you are geographically, because that is something that we touch on in the podcast, where you where you live, and something about you that you think the listeners should know? Uh, geographically, I'm from Malaysia. So uh, there's a state here called Perak, and there's a city called Ipoh. So I'm from Ipoh, Perak, Malaysia. You say and... geographically you're from there, but what's there's another part of that sentence. What is it? By religion, I'm a Hindu. And here in, in Malaysia, we are a multicultural, multi-racial uh, citizens. And as a Hindu, uh, my family practicing Hindu, but recently, just three, four years ago, I have officially, uh, not officially, but personally been, been an atheist. And I speak three languages, Tamil. Tamil is the South Indian language. Malay, Malay is the Malaysian uh, national language. And English. And yeah, and... As a blind person, I have... Okay, yeah, I'm a blind person. So I, I've born in a six-month premature condition. Premature condition. And due to the excess of oxygen, I lost my eyesight. And since then, I've 
since when I realized I'm a form of life, I've never seen any light perception or anything to do with uh, vision or sight. And if I have, if I ask you anything that you don't want to answer, please just say so, and we'll move to the next question. Sure. I, n- I do not. I I respect you, Kavin, and I do not want and, to offend and, you. But I, I have questions, and I'm not sure how to ask them. So I don't yeah. mean any harm by it when I say these things. But my knowledge of what it's like to be blind is unfortunately very limited. There's different levels of blindness. Like some people can see a little bit. Some people can see nothing. Like it's just completely dark or there's different levels to it. And I didn't realize that. I guess my question to you is what level of blindness? And I'm sorry, I don't have the terminology for this, but how much can you see if anything? Or is it, yeah, what, what is your vision experience? Blindness is just like other disability. And to put it very, very bluntly, Blindness is just like gender. Now with science, we have discovered that gender is not binary. We have many combination of gender expression and sexual orientation. And I'm sorry if the idea is too radical or what, but yeah, this is the science. You know, we can't say gender is only male and female. That is a very, very raw and a very, very wrong view of gender. And that's how blindness also work. Some people have light perception. Some people have finger counting uh, vision, so they can see, they can count fingers. And some people have uh, a diverse amount of vision. So when uh, we work with them or try to engage with them, we will know uh, what kind of vision they have. They simplified it by saying in blindness, they say B1, B2 and B3. So this is a very simplified version of understanding uh, vision. So B1 is the complete blind. So me, I can't see anything. There is no light perception. There is nothing. So I am very, very alienated with all the concepts of vision. Everything. So if people say, oh, I'm seeing darkness, I will ask, what is darkness? If someone says to you about aliens, you can bring up stories of aliens that you have seen or experienced from books or films. But in a true form, you don't know how, what is alien and how is... Yeah, so it's, it's just... The same, when people say darkness, I can bring stories from literature, podcast, and people, what they have said and what they have experienced about darkness, but I know nothing about darkness or light. Because you were so young when it happened, you don't have the difference between seeing then not seeing. So you don't yeah. have that direct yeah. experience. Yeah. So yeah, B- B1 is the total blindness. So B2 is they can see maybe up to 40 or 50%, and B3 is close to being sighted. So sighted means having a complete good vision. But but they have they still have some kind of issues with, with the eyesight. Your Twitter says you're an aficionado, so I want to know what, what the backstory is with that. How long have you been listening to podcasts? I, I put that in my profile, but uh, when you scroll my tweets, you, you can witness that I see podcasting from different lenses and different perspectives. So I didn't just put myself on the United States scene. So I'll try to branch out to listen to many genre and podcasts hosted by many people with diverse walk, diverse life experience. So I started to listen to podcasts back in 2008 when I was introduced to this medium through blind podcasters and blind tech shows. So because here in uh, this space, blind people do podcasts and most of them are doing in a tech 
space where they demo stuff and they introduce blind friends to many of the tips and tricks that blind people use uh, when they use their computer. So I listen to many of them and podcasting really brings me uh, closer to many topics and ideas when I started to listen to some other mainstream shows like Tet Radio Hour and Inquiry, where they talk to many people about a theme. Then it charted my journey when when I joined Podcast Branch Club, where I can meet more people who have a very different perspective on podcasting, and I discover more shows from many of them. Then I, I have got addicted uh, to this medium where I start to learn everything about it. Uh, either it's related or not, either I'm interested or not, either it is good or not. I started to just read uh, newsletters and subscribe to posts and follow people who are just talking about podcasting, no matter where they are from and who they are. So how long ago did you join Podcast Brunch Club? About two years ago. Then they are starting it just, I think, about one year. And I'm joining there and they are just reviewing this global PBC chapter. That means they are doing a virtual club, online club through Zoom. So that is so fascinating because they are only doing local and I can't join them. Back then, I started the Kuala Lumpur Podcast Brands Club, but it didn't uh, went well because there are very, very few members and I can't really uh, try to bring it up to many people here because podcasting is really new. As you listen to Norm, he have uh, said many things about Asian uh, scene and I, I really respect him. You know, I really love him. And it, it's, it's such a coincidence that he had came here before me and I, I, I really love that perspective of him. And it, it's wonderful. So PBC had introduced me to many people from many countries and we talked about and when we discuss about this concept of playlist because back then in 2015 or 2016 when they started this concept of podcast playlist is very new i don't think so we have policy listen notes or even even purchaser i think the the earliest among the earliest to innovate i'm not sure but this is a very cool idea where you can have many episodes on a theme or on several ideas uh, to be compiled and discuss about it. And, and it's fascinating when you can see a perspective. So, for example, a secret. There is a um, PBC listening list on secret, and we, we talked about many things, and we also recommend I that many one. things. Yes, yeah. and it's fun. So thanks to Adela and her team. <laughs> Serious thanks to them. It's not how my podcast listening started, but it is definitely when I started to realize I could make a podcast was during the podcast brunch club meetings I went to in Shanghai. That's when I started to form my ideas of, oh, maybe I could start one of these too. <laughs> so how you got, into, how you got um, introduced to BBC? It was on meetups in Shanghai. I was living in Shanghai, China, and I was looking for different groups and different things. And I already loved podcasts for a long time. And I saw there was a meeting to talk about podcasts. And I was like, are you kidding me? I can go in person and not have to say I read a book. I can actually say that I listen to this podcast and talk to other people that love podcasts. And I was like, yeah, I'm in. So I just started going to the meetings. Yeah. So actually, I, I discovered PBC from Audible Feast, uh, which is the site of Sarah, Sarah da Silva. She also 
also do playlists and she do weekly playlists, monthly. She is a very, I don't have a name for her because she's such a great listener of podcasts. She's more than a power listener. And she do uh, this uh, thing called listening log. When you go to the Audible Feast site, you can see there is a link called listening log. And there you can see the progress that she have listed. She have listened to many episodes, and she put it in 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 a daily journal kind of thing. And it's fun, and it's hard for me to do all that. And and, and fun fact, she migrated from a very fond of app of hers to Castro, and that's that's really fascinating because I I, I always study how people. Uh, not only listen to podcasts, but how people, you know, perceive podcasting. So what app they use and how they listen and why they choose to go to a different app. And all these things are not directly related to me, but as a person, I'm a curator of curiosity. So, for example, if I, f- I find people, I will ask them, what do you read? Uh, what do you listen to? What do you think about this? Why, why do you think this is this and this is that and things like that? And... Uh, usually, let's say if I listen to your a voice on GeoPass, and I'll, I will search for your name and and find other things that's related to you. I do that too. I like to follow where people are online and what they've done and like the whole array of their stuff. And I don't know if a lot of people do that, but it's really fun to kind of follow somebody's trail, especially now that there's so much stuff people can put out about what they're working on in so many different ways. I think it's really fun to piece together. Yes. You, you want to know how I discovered you? Oh, gosh. Okay, sure. <laughs> Actually, I have heard about Geopaths, like, like I think, last year or something like that. But I ha- I didn't go much into that. But suddenly, I think in Inside Podcasting, or I'm not sure which, in which newsletter, they featured your podcast of playlist of, I think you did a playlist on many people's experience on COVID-19 or many people's uh, geopaths experience uh, on, on something. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. so from there, I, I, I'm quite interested with that playlist because it features many things from many places. So it's not a normal, you know, playlist where people do uh, theme based or idea based. It's about people and it's about language. And I, I, I've, hooked with with geopaths since then but i'm just procrastinating to listen to other episodes of geopaths but yeah i've listened to some and and it's wonderful and i love your way of uh, using music bits in 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 the mid of the show to bring us to the ads and out of the ad and we can we can realize when we are inside ad and outside ad and this kind of small audio tweaks really works and thanks for that not 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 many doing this suddenly you are in ad without you realizing yeah it can be a bit jarring and i honestly i just do things that as a listener i want with the audio experience it's not like a book where you're turning the page like you need some sort of help in knowing what's happening next kind of thing so yeah Yeah. thank you for that i can hear you gently bowing on your violin If you like this or any episode of Geopets Podcasting, there's a couple of things that you can do to help support us. One is free. It's to head over to Podchaser and write a quick review on why you liked an episode or the podcast in general. The second thing is to buy us a coffee. You can go to buymeacoffee.com forward slash Geopets. It's basically an online tip jar and we like tips. Whatever you do, however you do it, we appreciate your support in keeping all of these podcasts in the Geopets Podcast Network going. There are many of us. Did you know? 
You could know more at stefuccio.com forward slash podcasts. We are here to gently nudge you into joining us for the monthly Podcasters Appreciation Day called Podcast Review Day. Hashtag PodRev Day. Which is on the 8th of every month. This is Elizabeth with the Dimension Door Podcast. I'm Mina and... I host a Barbie film recap podcast called Put a Shrimp on It. Hi, my name is Effie Parks, and I'm from Once Upon a Gene. This is Steph, instigator of Pod Rev Day and the Geopets Podcast Network. It's easier to participate in Pod Rev Day than it is to tie your shoes. Step one, write a loving podcast review. You can do this on Podchaser, CastBox, Apple Podcasts, Hubble, anywhere that lets you write something nice about a podcast. Step two, post the review link and tag the podcasters. Hashtag Pod Rev Day. On all the socials. Step three, do the hashtag pod rev day. Dance knowing you've made someone's day. And come back throughout the day to read the other reviews, retweet them, and comment as you get more and more excited about what's happening. Reviews are a completely free way to show support for the podcasts that you love. Pod rev day. Because podcasters deserve to hear it. Sweet to see you again. If you don't mind, I'll softly strum along. Earlier, you talked about it being an interesting question to ask people about how they listen to podcasts. So I have to ask you the question, what app do you use to listen to podcasts? So said I called and, you know, I, it's not, I don't think so it's wrong to call me a power listener because, because I listen to podcasts through many ways. So mm-hmm. my primary apps are Overcast, Pocket Cast, and Castro. These mm-hmm. three apps are doing a very good job in making their app accessible. And I am pretty, ple- you know, I'm pretty, you know, pretty delighted to explain to you what is accessibility and why we need an accessible, inclusive design later when when you want to know it. But yeah, sure, sure. so so I, well, I listen why, to Castro. Why do you use three apps to listen to podcasts? Ah, because. I have many, many feeds. So mm-hmm. one feed is podcasts about podcasting. So mm-hmm. I have about, I have compiled like about hundred podcasts about podcasting, you know, mm-hmm. to, 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 le- to learn what is the new, new things in podcasting space and also to learn about the industry and what people are listening to and always keep myself up to date on that. And another feed okay. is, you know, it's like maybe a fiction feed which mm-hmm. i uh, which i also follow up with some fiction shows and true crime shows maybe and another feed is like just to track uh, what is going on on some of my favorite podcasts let's say a podcast that gives me new idea or podcast that you know features people and things like that and then i also mm-hmm. use this custom rss feed on listen notes podcy podchaser mm-hmm. and and i always create my custom feed and in Overcast, I have multiple accounts for multiple feeds because Overcast have this cool thing called web interface where you can have multiple accounts. So I load like many Overcast account on my browser, you know, to just mm-hmm. keep up on what's going on 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 many podcast feeds. You are a power listener. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> so Overcast, Pocketcast, and Castro. What are some of the features that some of them have that the other ones don't? Like oh, what are okay. the, the features that stick out about some of the apps? Yeah. Okay. Castro have this new podcasting experience where all the all the content that you listen to is like email where everything something new will be put out on the inbox. 
So mm -hmm. you go to your inbox and see your feed updates and you clear up which one you don't want to listen. You queue up which one you want to listen and you mm -hmm. can clear your inbox. And this is mm -hmm. quite new in post podcasting interface because many apps do not always use these conventional settings where you will have this podcast feeds and you go into it mm -hmm. and you see there is no places where you can see what's new you have something in pocket cast but it is you must do it manually you must set mm -hmm. up you must set up filters what app do you use you mentioned that you listen to a hundred podcasts on podcasting so i have to ask are you going to be starting a podcast um and uh, not yet because i'm quite hesitant uh, to start a podcast for now, but surely I love to start it because I love to, to tell, I would like to tell the human story because I'm quite fascinated about this thing called big history. So are you familiar with the term of uh, big history? No, no. What is that? Ah, okay. Big history is the history seen in, in the multiple way, you know, Primarily from natural life history, archaeology, anthropology, paleontology, and all these fields. And you understand mm -hmm. human from the concept of life rather than mm -hmm. this one category of people doing things. And usually oh, big history nice. is about tracing out the 13.8 billion years of the existence and universe and ah. how you position yourself in the pool of life and mm -hmm. what makes you a successful species. So it's about collective human story rather mm -hmm. than this, this separate dual story of community. So it's about seeing our um, shared experience rather than understanding our differences. That's beautiful. Yeah, because academia, I mean, I understand that sometimes we need to segment things out to go deeper into a topic, but I feel like sometimes we separate things so much that we don't have a full view of something. So it sounds like big history is approaching history from so many different viewpoints that you get a really full picture of yeah. things. Yes, that's uh, really cool. You know, if people are interested, let me suggest some some books. So, a good book and resource to get started is David Christian's Big History Project, which has mm -hmm. also been endorsed by Bill Gates. If you go to Big History Project mm -hmm. uh, website, you can uh, read all the materials free. And if you are really interested, you can get the audio book from Audible. So, I'm promoting Audible <laughs> now. So, yeah, podcasting <laughs> is very familiar with Audible. You know, every some big podcast promote Audible those mm -hmm. days. So, yeah, you can go to Audible and subscribe to free trial and get the big history book. And other resources is Yuval Noah Harari's course on the history of, uh, on, on big history. On They're, they're mm -hmm. free on Coursera and on YouTube. Yep. And, and it looks and, like Khan Academy also has a, a class on that as well. Ah, wow, this is really... That's fun. Wow. There's a lot on it. I know I've never heard that term, but I fully appreciate that multidisciplinary, like full viewpoint of history. I think that's something that makes history more interesting and more well-rounded. Yeah, that's really cool. So if you started a podcast, would it be a big history-focused podcast? Hey. Yes, I, I would like to do that, actually, because yeah. there is no any uh, narration on that, you know, like... I've suggested mm -hmm. to some podcasts to do that because they are more capable uh, and I hope they will do that at some point, you know, because, you know, mixing, you know, good audio and 
and storytelling into understanding the pathway that we have come through as a homo sapien and also and and it is so hard you know one thing that this big history narration lacks is always in the big history in in big history we put ourselves as the center point so it comes mm-hmm. you know to the point <laughs> where how, how we come you know to 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 the you know successful species but i think the the very right way to look at it as you know ourselves mm-hmm. as an alien and we are just witnessing it mm-hmm. and and just bringing other species who have successful here you know one of the more mm-hmm. successful species that we are not really focusing on is bacteria you know yes. they have evolved in 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 many forms and they have charted many many more tough progress you know than mm-hmm. humanity and that's mm-hmm. really fun Yeah, I did see that you were really interested in science podcasts. And as soon as you just started to talk about bacteria, I was like, yes, I'm thinking of so many of the science podcasts that I love hearing. What are some science podcasts that you listen to that aren't well known? Okay, I think most of the science community who listens to podcasts are very quite close with each other. So I'm sorry if I've suggested something that's already known by people. So one of the great podcasts is from BBC that, that's mm-hmm. I, that I say just now. It's called... inquiry from bbc it's not a really science pro- podcast but it's a multidisciplinary mm-hmm. approach towards a particular topic so it's fun mm-hmm. another podcast that is very good is called the curious case of hutherford and fry this is also from bbc and it's mm-hmm. by adam rutherford this is a science man who who wrote many great books about human you know there is a book called the book of human that traces mm-hmm. the similarities between human and animals you know to the extent that actually we and you know our counterparts which is uh, which is any many animals you know we have a lot of similarities like for example you know elephants moans for their people's uh, you know for their family's death and mm-hmm. you know i think gorilla have friends many animals have their own way of understanding language and mm-hmm. and have their own language and one of the thing that that books communicate is you know this notion of intelligence where we always man- measure intelligence using our capability so for mm-hmm. example if a chimpanzee can pick up you know can can do something that we do we say it is intelligent but really intelligent is about how species solve their mm-hmm. problem and 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 share their resources and i think that is the right way to understand intelligence so i'm going so far too far i'm sorry for that so yeah hannah fry is a mathematician <laughs> and this is this podcast curious case of hatherford and fry mm-hmm. is a very very kid friendly podcast they they take questions and they go deep into it and there is another podcast which is called flash forward which uh, just celebrated 5 year yes. anniversary rose mm-hmm. have uh, avelith uh, is the host and she have done some tedx ted ed videos on youtube mm-hmm. and she is very fun every future circumstances being analyzed in a multidisciplinary approach so it's not really only science or only mm-hmm. society so it's everything i i love podcast that uses this big perspective narrative where it goes in yeah where it goes and i love ted radio hour you know previously hosted by Kairas and now hosted by Manoush Zamarodi mm-hmm. you know she have her own style you know i love yeah. uh, women podcast host you know like you manoush that's it adela 
who else we have so many you know they have different voices that day i'm thinking about this one host who have her own style yes elsie escobar from from the yes. the feed podcast you know her laugh yeah her, her style really you know intrigued me you know always yeah. people are talking about the male podcast host which is not my so yeah. much of my favorite because you know <laughs> we have many diverse voices of women that that are not really listened to you know because for me listening is an art you know when you start yeah. to listen to small small things for example you know the voices of michael barbaro on the daily when he just you know comforts his voice you know there's a little little, little sound here and there when you use the use your ear correctly you know just now i asked you one question yeah. that that you left out maybe you can just edit it out because there is this question i asked you uh, what app do you use mm-hmm. so oh uh, me yeah yeah ah oh, that is a complicated question right now i'm using podcast addict it is mm-hmm. the app that Android. i have used mm-hmm. the most however all year i have been playing with different podcast apps because i thought with all of the new apps i was possibly missing some features there are things that i want from podcast apps that don't exist or don't exist in an easy enough way for me to go through a learning curve. So I've played with the the ones that you mentioned, not Castro, but I have played with Pocket Cast and Overcast and gosh, so many, so many. And I, I put them on my phone and I'll use them as a secondary one because I want my listening to happen so that I'm using Podcast Addict for, but then I'll go over and I'll decide with the new podcast that somebody told me about, I'll put that on the, on one of the tester podcast apps that I'm doing and I'll play with it and I'll, I'll do different things and I'll use it, but nothing has, nothing has surpassed the ease of Podcast Addict for me. I, I know the functionality of it is limited compared to what it sounds like Castro can do and what Overcast does, but I don't need a lot for my listening. I do my engagement with podcasts and podcasters on the socials. So I don't really need so much of the engagement stuff on the podcast apps themselves. Do you know what I mean? So that so isn't this, really so, a deep desire for me. So just now you said something which really fascinates me. You know, you say that there are some features which many apps do not consider having or having it easy now what what, mm-hmm. what are some of them if we talk about feedback as part of engagement and i'm not just talking about a five-star review but i'm talking about leaving a comment for a podcast like at a specific point in a podcast what i do is i screenshot the podcast episode and i go onto twitter probably, but sometimes Instagram, depending on where I know the podcaster is. And I'll leave a comment and I'll put a timestamp sometimes and I'll say, or I'll put a quote from what they're talking about. And then I'll share whatever came into my mind that I wanted to like basically have a conversation with about that moment in that podcast. That's a lot of steps. So I thought, what if there's what if there's an easier way to do that from within the app instead of leaving the app to go to the socials to do that? And I don't know. I mean, it seems like there are places that that could happen. But if I'm honest, some of the quote unquote engagement spaces within podcast app where people 
complaining about the podcasters or complaining about how bad an episode was. And that wasn't the engagement I wanted. That wasn't the comfort. That wasn't the conversation I wanted to be in. <clears throat> Excuse me. That wasn't the comfort that those weren't the conversations I wanted to be in. I wanted to be in a conversation about the content, not complaining or just saying this is great in one sentence. Do you know what I mean? I wanted to talk about it, not just rate it. And I, I wasn't really finding those kinds of engagements within the apps that had more functionality. I so yeah. I just kind of gave up. <laughs> it could exist somewhere. I don't claim to have tried all the apps because I did yeah. get a little yeah. bit of app saturation. But so, yeah, I, I, I think what you said is really true because YouTube you know, have this way of, you know, sharing mm -hmm. a link from the timestamp you can, you can share yeah. and all overcasts have, have that feature too. But as you said, you know, maybe the interface is not that, not that polished. So overcast, you can share timestamp link and you can, you, when you press, uh, you know, share, it will ask you two questions. So is it sharing the link of an episode? or mm -hmm. sharing the timestamp. So when you mm -hmm. press that, you can just go to Twitter and do the thing. But as you said, engage, en engagement is pretty low on podcasting space. One of the engagement space that I like in podcasting is Podicy. You know, I love mm -hmm. Podicy and the people, Melody and, and the co-founder, I forgot his name, and they're doing a pretty good job. And Podicy is so social that, you know, you can go to an episode and you can uh, see who recommends it and what they liked mm -hmm. about it. And now they have, I think, introduced this new feature, which is very least, you know, very, very, it's talked about very, in a very less manner, uh, which is, you know, mm -hmm. where you can do reactions. Like, for example, does this episodes make you think or does mm -hmm. this episode make you cry? You know, this kind oh. of like, love, wow reaction on Facebook. So yeah. things like that. And you can just... Uh, have uh, type, typed out your 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 text there and press share to right. Twitter and it will be shared. But uh, you know what, Melody and these people are very friendly and mm -hmm. I'm very sure that they will consider this thing as one of the future feature for the Podacy app, mm -hmm. you know, where you can share the timestamp and put some, some things there. And people love to do that, you know? Like yeah. me, yeah. I listen to podcasts sometimes. I download it offline and I, I use Vinam to to listen to it. And some mm -hmm. moments, like for example, have you listened to this episode of Radio Lab called Zoos? I don't think so. Ah, okay. What, what this, is that one about? Th this is about, you know, how zoos influenced, you know, how zoos have influenced how we see animals. And the one segment that really blows my mind is about this one man who liked to change the way people view zoos. And he brings out gorilla that usually put, put uh, inside a mirror into a very space of nature. And mm -hmm. he do, he takes the risk and he do it. And the sound design that radio lab employs mm -hmm. is just awesome. You know, there is a particular yeah. moment that I like, to, I will never spoil it out, but there is a particular moment there, yeah. what, what we call climax in literature, you know, you experience that with mm -hmm. sound and the feelings and That's those, beautiful. those timestamps should be tweeted out. Yeah. And, I, and yeah. I think this, this American life have something called, I, I'm not sure, audiogram or something. Stephanie Fu, you know, developed it with them, I think. And that, that's just like that. You can, you know, have this particular segment in particular act of this American life. You mm -hmm. can combine it in a 30 second or one minute audio and you can tweet it right. out. All these features are not being really known or used. Yeah. 
And I appreciate that. And I embarrassingly haven't explored Podesty that much, although I hear the buzz about them. And I, I do think that the people involved with them are very friendly. I agree with all of that. But what you've said so far is still you can take the information and put it on the socials. Like there's a bit of information and you're kind of rating it or commenting on it. What I'm talking about is more of the back and forth. The conversation, not just with the host, but with the other people in the community. And I think this is why a lot of podcasters start a Facebook page or start, you know, a Discord thread or whatever it's called. I think that's why they do that is so that they can get people to have those conversations in those spaces. But I want those things in an app. Do you know what I mean? Instead of having to sign on to a million different groups in different places, because I, like you, listen to hundreds of podcasts. And so I don't want to sign up for like a hundred different Facebook groups in order to have conversations about different podcasts that I listen to. I want those conversations to be more centralized. So that's why I said you should try policy. Policy, have mm -hmm. this thing that you want. You know, you just install the app and, mm -hmm. you know, you can read people's take and you can reply and it's just works like that you can maybe try yeah. to install policy and and you can see you know does it satisfy you because yeah. you know, this this way of let's say that day i put a review about this most popular episode ever this is called living room on the mm -hmm. love and radio feed so mm -hmm. i put a review and someone replied to the review and and agrees to me and disagrees and things like that so i hope i'm right that they have this conversational setting to it. But one thing, you know, this kind of power listener like us love mm -hmm. is this engagement. I, I really hope that this will be popular. Yeah. You know, things like policy and Podchaser, yeah. you know, all these things are trying to enhance the engagement that we have. And Podchaser do not have an app. Podacy have, have their own app. So maybe you can try that. Right. I'm going to. I just made a note for today. I'm going to add it. I, I, I am a bit burnt out from too many apps, but this one sounds like uh, it could be something that yeah, could fulfill part week, of that. They're, they're, every yeah. week they're adding new features. Like, for example, last week mm -hmm. they added a feature called Deep Dive, where, you know, mm -hmm. conventionally podcast playlists are being treated as a monotonic book, you know, where, mm -hmm. where you have only episodes. But now yep. in this deep dive concept, this is a all-in-one playlist where you can design it like you can put you can you can put a section for an article accompanying the, the episode. Mm -hmm. You can put a YouTube video or you can put maybe another episode accompanying the episode. You can design your playlist. Mm -hmm. So it's not a playlist, it's a deep dive. Okay. I'm in. You yeah. I, I'm sold. I'm sold. I'm gonna check it out. I'm definitely gonna check it out. Oh, I am very so, very so picky, but I but I will try. I hope no promises. Will, I, I hope Podacy will pick pick me into the design group. <laughs> I <hope laughs> successfully pitch their app, you know. That would be very cool. Yeah, very do, cool. Hey, did you know you've mentioned Podchaser a few times? Are you do you use that site regularly now? Yes, because uh, they are very uh, committed to accessibility, and before they this, are. The, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and before this, their site is not accessible uh, to me, and I always you know trouble them on Twitter. You know, to 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 let them to make the ad site accessible, and they are very yes. uh, positive on that. Although I have yeah. made it too radical, you know, sorry for that. But but yeah, they are very good. And and do you are, are you a part of their Slack group? No, no, no. I'm not. Oh, why not? Uh, is it because is you it can like... give direct feedback on the features in the Slack group? Oh, we can join. Is it is it not? For, yeah. Is it not closed? Oh, okay. 
Maybe no, no, maybe... it's not because they are incredibly, incredibly responsive to to requests and suggestions. And, and if they don't do something, oftentimes they'll explain why or that it's on their list for the future kind of thing. So, yeah, they're insanely responsive, which is one of the reasons I love them is they're just they're not they didn't just come into the podcasting space and say we're doing this. They really, really are listening to listeners yeah. and to podcasters. And yeah, you should definitely while you're waiting to be on the pod podacy group, you can already be in the pod chaser group. <laughs> ah, yes. Thank you. Thank you. So, uh, you know, one of the other initiatives that I like, you know, this, this, this movement called uh, podcast journalism, where people like mm -hmm. Bill Williams, Ely Fernandez. Oh, uh, you are hitting on some of my favorite people. Yes, yeah. You know, these people <laughs> are really bringing diverse opinions and voices. Yeah. Uh, in fact, they are one of the earliest to talk about accessibility before I shouted out on mm -hmm. Inside Podcasting. So, yeah, okay. if, if you want, we, we can talk more about this podcast, accessibility and things about that. I can see you as being a frequent guest if you're interested in doing so and coming back at different times to talk about different slices of all of this. Sure, what do you think? Sure. I've already talked about some of the things that I want in podcasting apps or in podcast listening in general. What are some of the things that you wish did exist that don't exist yet? One of the things is this conversation of inclusive design where mm -hmm. every podcast service, you know, now we have many, not only podcast mm -hmm. apps, they put in this discussion of design in their earlier or maybe earliest phase and embed it into their culture. So, you know, when you put this discussion of design, everything that you design, every code that you write, every line of code that you write, mm -hmm. you know, you know that it impacts of all of your users. You know, some 285 mm -hmm. million screen reader users are there on your planet and they love to use your app. And there are many mm -hmm. people of, you know, different physicalities and different mind, uh, different perception that are using your app and every way of you communicating your design and, and your language of icons really means, mm -hmm. you know, every, every way of how you're designing the in interface and experience and what you choose to label or not label or what you choose to avoid or include really, really impact. Believe me, you know, I, I'm, I will be very excited. I am among the first one to be excited if there are new shows. So you subscribe to potnews.net, every day you will be getting new recommendations of new things. Like for example, mm -hmm. uh, uh, last week I discovered this new thing called binge, um, binge pod or something like that, I'm, mm -hmm. uh, where you can go in and just search for a podcast and you can start binging you know it plays from the first episode to the end autoplay and oh, the service danger. is so the service <laughs> is so accessible yeah and and, and i love that i know they 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 are putting work onto their design and yeah that, that's what i think it should be the bigger conversation maybe the culture yeah. of this whole space to think about the design yeah absolutely absolutely mm. so Okay, to finish it off, if folks want to converse with you online, where's the best place for them to find you? Twitter. So twitter.com <laughs> slash K-A-V-E-I-N-T-H-R-A-N. So yeah, it's Kilo Alpha Virus Echo India November, Tango Hotel Romeo Alpha November, Kavinsran. I can hear you gently bowing on your valley. 
that's no sin. Thank you so much to Kaveen for having this conversation and for being a saint, waiting for it to come out into the world. This is another one of those conversations that I had around the time of lockdown last year. And it, uh, because of technical reasons, again, because of my internet and various different things, it took a little while to get out into the world. But here it is, and it's still relevant and useful and interesting. It's so interesting. I really, really appreciate the lifelong learning uh, drive that Kaveen has and because uh, I share it too and it's it's always nice to talk to a fellow craver of information and experiences and so this has just been so fantastic so thank you so much Kaveen also the music you've been listening to in this episode is from Damon Castillo you'll hear the complete song after I'm done here so hang around for that but you can find more of Damon's information and his music at DamonCastillo.com of course there will be links in the show notes for you you can go to stephfuccio.com forward slash geopets podcasting. More soon. Saint Cecilia, I can hear you whispering my name. But today I can't play your game. Saint Cecilia, you know you're the mistress of my heart. But tonight I won't play the part. No, well, if you love me, well, cure my ills. If you need me, then pay my bills. Well, if you want me, then let me know. Don't Saint Cecilia, let me go. Saint Cecilia, I have always been in love with you. Though you haven't been as true, Marcus Aurelius couldn't end your timeless melody. You could spell the end of me. If you love me, cure my ills. If you need me, then pay my bills. If you want me, then let me know. But if you don't, Saint Cecilia, let me go. If you don't, dear friend, then let this music end. But if you do, show me then, amen, amen. Well, I can hear you gently bowing on your violin, and that's no sin. Sweet Cecilia, if you don't mind, I'll softly strum along. I think I know the song, yeah. Well, if you love me, cure my ills. If you need me, pay my bills. Well, if you want me, then let me know. But if you don't, Saint Cecilia, oh, if you love me. 
Saint Cecilia, let me go.